Welcome to Help from Future Self. Hello, Archons. Welcome to Hindrance from Past Self, an adversarial Keyforge podcast by and for Keyforge enemies. Wait a minute. We don't have any enemies. Everybody loves us. Okay, let me try that again. Sorry, sorry. Hello, Archons. Welcome to Help from Future Self, the conversational Keyforge podcast by and for Keyforge friends. I'm your host, Sydney, and I have here this week one of my best Keyforge friends. Hey, Blake. Hey, what's going on, Sydney? Um, that was fun. I, I had a whole thing planned to just go off on you, so I'm, I'm glad we didn't get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Keyforge friends, we have a Keyforge friends over at Ghost Galaxy, and they decided to give an update on the GameFound campaign. So today, we're going to be talking about everything in that update and our reactions to it. Yeah, um, definitely some some strong feelings on the other side of, of this one. The discords <laughs> all blew up in one way or another. Absolutely. And uh, poor Jeremy was uh, being put to work again afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, he knows what he's doing. I'll give him that much. He was, he was definitely on top of the conversations. He was in some of them too. Um, but so some of the, some of the lighter pieces of tidbits of information inside this game found update is the uh, pledge manager is officially closed. So there is no more extension of that, um, which is kind of exciting that um, that part is completely wrapped up. Um, and But then they also have lots of photos and information about that they are printing and um, they are doing a lot of stuff by hand, which is kind of cool. And that comes along with the um, YouTube video that they posted, which is actually, it's no longer available if you go to their uh, YouTube, but it is available on still to watch on the updates. So that's kind of cool if you want to see like the, the sausage getting made and like people's hands are actually like in there with the machinery, like putting the decks in and then plastic wrap and everything falling into the the box it's it's kind of cool to be there yeah that that is really neat i i also really enjoyed seeing the packaging for the the mats and actually having the printed picture on it and i like that they chose a cardboard decision rather than the plastic that we had before i thought that was it was so clunky and awkward and it just looks so much more clean and neat and uh and it's really nice packaging so they, yeah my, they my favorite part of, of that too is like when you get a sealed deck and you like, let's say you're not sleeping it, or even if you are sleeping it, like you're going home with something to put it in. Like you, you don't have to. Like you can show up without a storage solution and go home with it in your box. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So um, the the controversial part of this update buried in the last paragraph of the update, like literally, I think it's the middle sentence. So they they are having issues with uh, materials getting to them. But other than that, they, they have this sentence here. Despite this, we are still on track for our estimate of six months following the close of the pledge manager on December 16th. We are excited as you are to get your hands on the latest set as soon as possible. Mike drop by Ghost Galaxy. <laughs> so, Sydney, how did this make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> well... First of all, the first thing I did was flop when I read this is I flew into the Discord to be like, where did I miss that they said six months from the close of the campaign? Because from my experience, from what I read places and saw everywhere and heard Kristen say on some podcasts was that it was going to be January, February. And another thing 
like the second thing, like going through my mind immediately was, so at KFC, they had set up a timeline where OP started in January. And how does OP start in January if they don't have product in stores, but also if they don't have product to play with? So even if like they're hosting it or they're having like um, some of the fans host it, whatever, like, are they going to do it with mass mutation or dark tidings? So I just, my my mind was going a million miles in a minute and I wasn't alone. So if you had the same thought in your head when you either read it yourself or heard me say it, it is a very common thing that people were thinking. Yeah, for, for me, there's, I have two things. One is I'm wondering if what it will be is they're going to allow people, they're, they're not going to have sealed. It's going to be maybe focusing on Alliance mm-hmm. constructed to get more data and information for how those work. Because by having a numerous amounts of tournaments doing that, it may provide that information that they need to really solidify the format because um, we haven't heard any updates of if that's going to change at all yet. That's one thing that has not happened since KFC. Um, so there could be that. And then the the other side for me is that I, I guess in the last like three years have backed maybe like five, no, let's say three like Kickstarter slash game found things. Um, this isn't my first game found back <laughs> I have one that I'm still yet to get and it's been now over two years. That's crazy. And they, they have it done. They've been giving us updates, but the, the amount of delays that happen through logistics, through financial misplanning, which is not the case here, but all these things, I think I, I have like that grain of salt within any timeline that you're given with anything that's being created. So as a result of that, I, I just was like, okay, that sucks, but it is what it is. And I think also part of it is that we've waited this long to have Keyforge come back and a few extra months is really nothing compared to the other side of it, which was we wouldn't have Keyforge at all potentially. So whatever is needed to be done for this to come out successfully and not have any more issues, it's kind of like, I'm like, it's fine because it'd be more <laughs> like if we got some and then suddenly it's like, oh, we're not going to be able to get you any more product for six months from now. That would be, I think, more detrimental than having to wait a few months longer than originally anticipated. You know, it's funny that you say that because I think some of the loudest people right now are the people who were at KFC, the people who did get their hands on it, and Mm -hmm. those people who like attempted to get their locals playing again or like brought it home because we we have it in Chicago. um, We – there. Downtown Chicago, so not actually near me. It was a forty-five minute drive, but I go anyway. They've been doing a monthly uh, KeyForge on Saturdays, and so, but so far, ever every one that they've had since KFC, they've had Winds of Exchange at because we've been talking it up, and people have been bringing it who have it and been promising that it's coming out soon, and the store. I won't say they're running out of stock, but when the first one that they had of these, they were selling decks at two to three dollars each for oh, we nice. were doing sealed. And so then once we kept happening and people kept coming, they're now selling them back at the um the ten dollars that they were previously. But they don't have an endless amount of this. So can they yeah. do it even for another six months waiting for this stuff to come out? I mean, I guess I'm in a more lucky place because we can hold alliance sealed for a while because obviously the store i go to is the one that got all the pallets of stuff and yeah they literally have pallets a pallet of like aoa sitting there 
so we can have like and it's pretty reasonable i mean for a tournament including prizing 20 bucks for two decks is is quite reasonable and then there's quite a bit not as much as aoa but there's a lot of worlds collide as well which i think are maybe arguably i think mass mutation might be the most fun because of the enhancements potentially but i think the possibilities of those two sets create the greatest like there is an issue here i need to swap this out in a deck exists within those two sets which make it really fun so we're kind of sitting pretty for a little bit but um i can understand the the frustrations and obviously with the op conversation that is that is i think where you come in as your guns are blazing wondering what the heck so a couple of things on that one is so so props to jeremy he was not only on top of the like sharing where in the fac the faq there was an actual <laughs> mention of six uh six months and so like it did exist it was there and so he was there helping like not really calm people down but give people the information they were searching for but he also said and this is what i'm holding on to tightly that there was going to be an op announcement later next week which in this case will be the week that you're hearing this so i am i am holding on to that for for like dear life at this moment because while it's still unannounced whatever it is gives me hope but mm. i i personally would like it sooner rather than later whether that's realistic or not is not really like for me to judge cuz it probably isn't but i want it to be but I really do like I really miss my Keyforge friends that I haven't seen in, in something like three years and, and not just the ones like at Vault Tours because like I had I did see people at KFC and I do see people like like you I see every week and I what I'm what I'm missing is my local scene. Like there are people that like are still not back yet that I, I'm just waiting to draw back. And if we don't have anything for another six months, that's another six months that I'm going to wait to to have a reason, an excuse to reach out to these people again. Okay, well, here's the question I said that I had in my mind for a scenario. I was curious. And uh, maybe we'll create a poll for the podcast. So if you listen on Spotify, you can actually enter a poll here. So we'll, we'll put this down and see how you all feel. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can access this. If you're listening on other platforms, you won't see this part. But would you prefer, Sydney, I'm going to ask this directly to you, but also to the audience to get OP going sooner and wins in a, of exchange available in retail stores, but at the expense of Kickstarter product arriving much later. So therefore you don't get your Kickstarter product for maybe <sighs> let's say now eight months down the road, but OP will start much sooner because the stores will get product. Which would oh, you prefer? That is a How's painfully, a, oh, right? that is a good question. Okay. So I'm going to give you a, 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 we got your your background on Kickstarters and GameFounds, and I'm going to give you a teensy bit of mine. My my husband does a, another podcast. Chris, actually, if you listen to this podcast for a while, he's been a, a guest. He used to do he's, a Kickstarter. He's now a host as well. Let's yeah. be honest. He's a host as well. <laughs> he's going he's to text me when he hears this and be like, I knew it. Um, <laughs> but so he did a segment, does, did. Not anymore, but did a segment on his podcast, his his weekly normal boring gaming podcast, a Kickstarter segment where they reviewed Kickstarters every week and he would mention if he had backed anything. So for a period of like six months-ish where they did this segment, they had to give it up because he literally almost ordered one thing a week. And to this day, we are still receiving Kickstarters he ordered. That segment was part of his podcast like three years ago. So- I am I am very 
I am very intimately aware of how Kickstarters and GameFounds work. And I have to be honest, as painful as that question is, I know the right answer is to give it to the Kickstarter, the GameFound backers. And the reason I say that, even after literally everything I've said so far on this podcast, is because those are the people that were the most passionate and that backed you when you were nothing and that supported you when you had no game. And if you mess with those people, you are you are making a lot of enemies. Speaking of enemies of a, of in this podcast, I, I honestly think that if I I personally would feel a little less mad if I received my my game found stuff later and was able to have an in person game night like if 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 my local game store had winds of exchange and we were able to play and had a weekly night even if if op wasn't happening if that was the level of op that we had i i personally would feel less mad but i i know that's not the case for a lot of people that spent a lot of money on the game found campaign. So okay. that is a so great you, question. So <laughs> you gave the answer of context for both sides, but your personal answer is you would like to get back to the in-store in-person play and have to wait to get your product. Yeah. That where you fell. Yeah. That's where I fall. I think I fall in the same place too. Really? Because it's, yes, I'd rather get back to playing in the social aspect of the game. Because the only difference between the two for me would be the abundance, really. Because mm. you're still getting to experience, you're still getting to play. It's just the amount you're getting to consume or, or have would be less. That's really the only difference that I see this as. Is you, I completely you're just agree. playing less. So as a result of that, I think getting back to the social and getting the game going again, I think would be more beneficial all around. But I completely understand how that I don't think this is a possibility for them to pivot to. I'm just curious how people feel when I said this. So I'm not trying to make this as a suggestion as, as Ghost Galaxy look at our poll and now pivot. I'm, I'm literally just saying I'm curious how the community feels about what they want to experience more because I, I just think it's a slippery slope going that way because it's one of those things where I think that I imagine the poll to be very close is what I think. You know and what? It'd have to if, be a landslide in order to to really sway it and to people have that feeling. Um, and I think a lot of people will feel this way. Like, I'd rather get back because you know the product's coming. And and to be honest, learning a new set, getting to go and in person and play and do that, I think would create a much more incremental fun experience as opposed to just being flooded. And then maybe you'll savor your Kickstarter a little bit more. I don't know. So I I completely agree with you. What is the special part of the GameFound campaign. Like what what did I get on the GameFound campaign that I didn't that I can't get in a store? That would be my my personalized decks, my personalized playmats, some of the the plushies and um like some of the um extras like the um uh token the token cards and stuff. But what does that stuff even matter if I'm yeah. not putting it on a table in front of somebody else? To play, you know, like if I have a a deck, like a personalized deck that's good enough to play, or or I just want to play it, like it looks fun, or it fits a criteria that we've like artificially put on our game night that night, 
and I have the deck and the play mat in front of me. And I'm like, even if I'm flexing, like I'm, I, I'm feeling really good about it. But where, where is that? If I get that tomorrow and there's nothing to do in my game store for six months. And that that's my second part is by fulfilling the game found campaign first, what does that create for the timeline for the retail stores having? And that's the real reason why I thought of this question and wanted to ask it because I'm curious as like, what does this mean for everything? And the truth is like, I honestly commend them for choosing to have full control over the printing and packaging process. There's nothing that's being done in China or Germany like Fantasy Flight did that could create huge shipping delays. Like they are totally in control of their own distribution, but for sure at the detriment of efficiency of production, which honestly, like I'd rather have it, especially if they're using like a really nice quality. And the truth is the winds of exchange, like the stuff from KFC, it did feel like it was a really nice quality. Yep. So it's one of those things where I think this is a short-term loss, long-term gain. And it probably will get to a point where they do find somewhere to print it in a way that is more friendly towards efficiency and speed. But I'm sure there's a lot of reasons they, they went in-house. And one of them being is quality control. And since they're really starting things off, making sure things are coming out correctly and not looking all janky and stuff. So I think there is a degree of taking the time to do it right here that needs to be considered when wanting to rage because I just appreciate how flimsy and sort of cheap some of the things came out previously and now we're getting a higher level of quality control. We're going to have a really outstanding product coming our way. Absolutely. And you mentioned earlier, um, so we, we did an expectations episode. And now that we have new data, new information, I want to know, Blake, what are your hopes and dreams for what they announced for OP? But what do you what do you actually expect them to announce? What do you think they're going to say? I, I honestly think what they're going to say is, is they're going to address your concern. So your concern being, you said we're going to have OP in January. Well, we're literally about to hit the last week of January. We're yeah. midway through the month. We're in the third week when this information is coming out. I think it's unrealistic to expect an OP tournament in January, which is fine. I just think that they're going to give information on either A, how OP is going to look now without product, which leaves Archon. And I still believe that Alliance Archon will be the route that things go because it allows them to have data on the format and just kind of decide, is this going to work in the current way we've put it together? Do we need to tweak? And, or they're going to say, like, I I don't think they're going to, I really don't think they're going to say there's going to be no OP. I just think they're going to say the formats we're going to do in lieu of this new delay in printing is this, or maybe they'll say, they'll say like, we're going to make sure like when we hold tournaments that we're hosting, if you come out, there is wins of exchange decks to play for these tournaments. One of those two things will happen, which means that the Kickstarter and that will be printing simultaneously in order to fuel these tournaments, which will honestly make the tournaments more appealing to go to because that's where you can get wins of exchange. And would people be mad that, you know, that is obviously going to create a timeline shift because if you're not exclusively printing for Kickstarter and you're printing for some tournaments, then you got to do that. But I mean, if they're already planning that so that they're simultaneously printing Kickstarters and retail packaging at the same time, I actually think that's smart because as we've just discussed, 
having a delay on getting into stores would not be great. So if they're doing it simultaneously, and maybe that's why it's taking six months, because they're creating a supply as well as fi- um, fulfilling the current orders, then you need that time to make sure both are on track to exist. I want to highlight some of the things that you said. I think one of the things that I'm I'm hoping for is that they come out with based on these new this this new information of the the date that we have this is the updated schedule and yes they've slightly burned us once by giving us a schedule that they're probably not going to be following but with a new schedule there's new a new expectation is set and mm-hmm. i just want that schedule to be more realistic and but that schedule will also give us an insight into their their plans you know like i, I on, another thing that you mentioned is like if they're printing things at the same time there it could be possible that they have more events like if they throw something that whether it fits into their their vault tour set of things or if they simply let's say they they skip a couple levels on the tier of store championships regional championships and they just go to another KFC kind of thing where it's one event that you can come to just the the possibility of doing something having something to look forward to is is as exciting to me as getting my hands on decks because if I if I get my um game found campaign fulfilled I'm the one then that's going to go to my game store and be like hey so it's coming soon let's start planning things I have more decks I can I can donate to the cause for prizes or like I I can make this happen but if on the OP side Ghost Galaxy takes the reins and they start to reach out to either well they're probably not going to reach out directly to game stores but like if they start creating a a an actual structure that they are going to follow then we have a a roadmap to making things happen so i'm i'm hoping for a roadmap that is more in line with the timeline that they can actually fulfill so that i can get stuff started or get an idea of when i can get stuff started no fair enough i i think that is an ideal world and hopefully that is what we will see because i don't think that's an unreasonable scenario that you just outlined. Yeah. Well, I hope that I hope that everyone knows that we're we're feeling you. We're in the same boat. And even if you knew, even if you were one of the people that read the FAQ and knew that it was going to be June-ish and and they are on time for what they promised in that vein, then it's still 6 months from now, you know? Like I I feel like I can hold on another 6 months. I'm I'm excited. I have trust in Ghost Galaxy cuz they've they've earned it up till now. They've definitely pulled off everything that they've said they were going to. And this is just like a little a kink in the a kink in the machine, but they're ironing it out and it's it's slightly like if I was less in a in a like bubble of this is like per like bubble of perfect, then it might have been more I might have been more ready for a little bit of a delay. But I, I do hope that what they say this week gives us more hope for more awesomeness coming soon. Amen. <laughs> so do you have any any last words before we jump into a hell from future self? No, I'm ready for the hell from future self. Awesome. So, we cannot end an episode of Help from Future Self without the titular segment. Help from Future Self. Blake, you have one for us today. So, I have been 
staying true to my 2023 Keyforge goals, and I've been uh, hitting up my coach's collection, which is the name of the account I play my decks under. And uh, I've been working my way through. I've now got onto the D section of my decks, and I discovered a couple decks that were really fun. But then I also have found some decks that I'm like, I notice I'm quicker to concede these games because I kind of look them up in my DOK, see their SAS, and basically if it's high 60s, 70s, I'm like, okay, I'll play competitive just to see like, is this actually good? Because it gives a good, but if it's anything like below 65, I'm like, okay, time to move over to the casual section. And honestly, some of the decks are just so like, they're just not fun to play. And I'm, I'm very quick to concede. And I think that's something to remember in general. Like if you're just trying to see what's what, don't be afraid to just stop. Like certain things are just like, yeah, this isn't going anywhere. I'm literally just wasting time by continuing going here. I see what's in the deck. I know what can possibly happen and that's okay. I think when you're trying to experience all that a Keyforge deck has to bring, you can be let down. Uh, it is designed to not all be amazing, but I think with Alliance now in existence, it's a, a good tool to see maybe note oh this house was actually really cool in this deck even though the whole deck had did not perform as a synergy together this one house really had some neat things that i like and and it could be a good way to find alliance pods by going through this process yeah that's a great point i like both maximize your fun and minimize your unfun yeah exactly totally that's great so you can find us on discord there is a a Lively conversation at the moment about the current GameFound update. Uh, the link is in the show notes. Uh, you can find me on TCO and Discord as SC Steel. Blake, where can people find you? Best place to reach out to me if you want to have a chat about anything is on Discord. Uh, my handle is Boulevard Blake number sign 3840. That's BLVD Blake number sign 3840. And uh, my YouTube as well. I just f- dropped a set of videos this past week going into Alliance constructed like deciding what to do how to go about it different ways you can approach this and i even put together jason's winning deck because i looked at the names because ghost galaxy published it and i put it together and i dove into that in my most recent episode of of why this deck was so great because it didn't have any of the normal stuff we expected to see but it did but it was um it was a really fun experience and then i went into my own logic in creating alliance and how i've gone about it for my own enjoyment that's so awesome that's fantastic so we will be back next week with another episode of help from future self until then Stay forging.